bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people... Up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. It's Monday. Hey, it's Monday. What does that even mean? All right. So I've been scouring the news today, going over so many things that are coming on. I've got a special guest in the 5 o'clock hour. I think that y'all should hang around because it'll be pretty cool. Um... My guest that's coming up is none other than um, Riviera Lambert. And we're going to talk about the secrets of how to heal a broken rose. It's a documentary and a book and all, all sorts of things. I, th- I think it'll be pretty cool. And I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm a <clears throat> book slash movie slash ridiculous. Like, I love it. So. Yes, I'm strange. I'm weird. Uh, but it is what it is. All right, so. My question is, why do I believe the following persons or people or whatever it is, the following group, the two people, are white. Why are you always making everything race? Because it's Milwaukee black talk. White people normally don't consider themselves a race unless it's convenient or helpful to them otherwise, which is okay. However, 
It's for me. So I want to tell you a story, but I don't know if they're white, right? But I'm going to tell you why I think so. All right. So I'm going to read the story from TMJ4, and I want you to follow along. Don't cheat. Don't get on your phone. Don't get on your computer. Don't get on your laptop and look up the story. It's another story from the north side of Milwaukee. And because I'm a contrarian, they may not be white. (laughs) So there you go. The children, age nine and seven, broke a window in the house to escape. The children were covered in lacerations to their back, their shoulders, and their lower back. This is from the north side of Milwaukee. You know, that buzzword. Milwaukee mother and her boyfriend faced several felony charges after two children were found roaming the streets in Milwaukee naked and filthy, according to a criminal complaint. Now, this just came out a half an hour ago. So the woman and her boyfriend face a total of 10 felony charges. Chronic neglect of a child, false imprisonment. Criminal complaint says that on July 13th, neighbors spotted two naked children on the street. On the north side. I'm not giving out the area. One neighbor says they appeared to be wearing costumes. Rick Etter said, uh, that's not costumes. It looks like they were hit with a belt. That was more terrifying than anything, seeing a child like that. The children, both under the age of 10, according to the criminal complaint, had broken a window in the house to escape. And according to the criminal complaint, the children were covered with lacerations to their back and their shoulders and their lower back. And Edder says, as neighbors tried to approach the children to help, the older child would run away and the younger would plug their ears with their fingers and scream. Elder said it's it looked like they hadn't had a bath in a time the way the hair was and you couldn't tell if it wasn't washed or even cut in a long time. And it's very disturbing. I I didn't think that house was going to be very clean. Criminal complaint goes on to say that. The mother walked police through the house which police describe as a terrible hoarding situation. Trash was piled up in a number of rooms. Officers noted a strong scent of urine and feces as the officers continued through the house. The scent got stronger as they neared the room where the children were staying in. That room had a lock on the outside of the door. When police entered the room, the complaint says the walls were covered in feces. Mom told police the substance on the walls was, get this, you ready? You're sitting down? Clay, paint, and chocolate. During an interview, mom police told her the children had to have their heads actually shaved because it was matted with feces. Mom told the police that was okay because they hadn't had their hair cut in a very long time. Mom faces six total charges of chronic neglect of a child. Consequence is emotional damage, false imprisonment, and neglecting a child. Specified harm did not occur. Boyfriend faces four charges of chronic neglect of a child. Consequence is emotional damage and false imprisonment. So why do I read this story? 
Number one, here's the issue I have with the story. The name of mom is Katie Koch, K-O-C-H. And the name of the boyfriend, if I can find it, Joel Mankey. She's 34, he's 38. Number two, this happened on July 13th, four days ago. July 13th, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. There was absolutely nothing about this story in the news anywhere that I saw. And number three, there was not one photo of anybody that got arrested with a total of 10 counts of child neglect, children beaten, running around in feces, locked in a room, probably malnourished. With the names Coke and Monkey, probably white. It happened on the 13th, and we didn't find out for it until another, what, 45 minutes ago when they first released the story at 3.34 on TMJ4? And nothing else was in the news? Probably white. And not one photo of anybody that had anything to do with this story, not even the witnesses, nothing. Why? Oh, we want to wait till they get charged. But yet, somehow, black and Hispanic people's picture somehow finds its way there through social media or something going on. That's how I know they're white. Name? Too much time to get into the media? And no pictures. So whatever the couple has to say... Whatever anybody at any other news outlet, I'm not just calling TMJ4 out. I'm really not calling them out at all. I'm just making an observation. Whatever you have to say about this, when I hear it, I only have two words for you. Liar, liar. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Hey, I want to remind you today is actually John Coltrane's birthday. So this first hour, we're going to be playing a little bit of John. After each break, 
And for those of you who don't know who John Coltrane is, because y'all too young, and, and your parents don't know, he was an African-American composer, jazz saxophonist, who was also known as Train, T-R-A-N-E, is now known to be one of the most significant and influential jazz saxophonists in the history of history. John William Coltrane was born September 23rd of 1926 in Hamlet, and he died today, July 17th of 1967. So, enlisted in the Army, I'm sorry, the Navy, during Hiroshima. And his musical talent would not go unnoticed, and he soon became great even in the Navy, and went and played for the Miles Davis Quintet formed his own quintet. Billy Higgins, all these great jazz players, musicians, saxophonists. So today, July 17th, 1967, John Coltrane passed away. But his music will live on at least until five o'clock because I'm gonna be playing every break. So I'm just saying. 833-212-1017 is the number. So so why is it? Why is it that that we constantly um, have to deal with have to deal with um, the media that talks about not being biased, that talks about hiring and all those things, but yet when it comes down to it, their actions speak significantly louder than the words they use. The stories they show, the negativity, all the positive things going on in the, in the African-American community. But somehow it's, it has to be a special show to, to, to report something positive. It, it has to be something that's so completely out of the ordinary. Look, a black kid, Hispanic kid is graduating from high school. Like, really? And so we, we talk as if we think the news is fair and balanced and unbiased and all those words people use. But in the end, they continue to show us. Had this story broken, they would have figured out the picture, got it from social media, somebody made a statement, all that would have been released. But for some reason... We always want to follow perfect journalistic integrity and in, in, in integrity and and morals and values and all that ethics when the person looks like the majority of those in the media. And that's unfortunate. Your thoughts, eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. That's that's unfortunate because we continue to be shown in a negative light and it's proven over and over and over again that you don't mean what you say. When I, when I brought up DEI, Oh my God, it's not all things are going to change. George Floyd. Right. And I raised my hand and said, Hey, excuse me. Um, just so you know, this is like the fifth or sixth iteration of this. Right. Fred Hampton and Mark Clark, 1960s. This is about the fifth or sixth iteration of black people dying at the hands of the police and things are going to change. And we've been waiting for it to change. And 
it hasn't changed. And so here we are. And if you think I'm right, if you think I'm wrong, 833-212-1017, let me know. But at some point, we have to just recognize and realize that we've been given the short end of the stick. Spike Lee was right. We were lied to, hoodwinked, bamboozled. We was robbed. And nobody seems to want to do anything about it because black people tend to always want to, I want to make it look like I'm fair and I want to make it look like I I embrace everybody. So we always play fair and we always hire everybody. We have a rainbow. Nobody else has a rainbow. Oh, you did notice all the people they're laying off now from all these companies that run what? Diversity, equity, and inclusion. And now we're here. And the news has gone back to, hey, we're going to pretend like black people are the only criminals. And we're going to pretend like white people are, you know, the smartest people in the world. And that when they commit a crime, it's an anomaly. They'll, they'll point to the fact that they were boyfriend and girlfriend and they were living together. See, if, if you had a, a two-parent household, it would be great. Oh, okay. Well, that was two parents. I don't know if he was the parent. They said he was the boyfriend. Like, you think they haven't gotten in trouble before? Maybe, maybe not. Did anybody even check CCAP? Eh. Did anybody go down to the sheriff's office and get the photo because they'd been arrested? Nope. Well, they haven't been charged yet. Then they get charged. Well, they haven't been convicted yet. Then they get convicted. Well, they haven't made it to prison yet. Right. That's the lie you tell. It just doesn't pan out. And I'm sick and tired of watching it and hearing it all these places. But again, until we get black and Hispanic people in the media, in place to kind of say, hey, have you thought about doing this? Have you thought about adding all the accoutrements you put in every other story you release? Because I can look on some websites for the news and it's just shooting after shooting after thing as if nothing ever happens in a suburb or anywhere else. Talking text on the call to say, good doc, age has nothing to do with a person knowing about great musicians. You prove that often with your lack of knowledge of hip hop, LOL. There are people who are decades younger than you who are knowledgeable about Scott Joplin and Mozart. Did I ever say that? Or are you just dumb? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find out. Did I actually say that? No. I didn't say that. It was in homage to the person I was speaking to, who's my producer, who we go back and forth about young, and he shook his head and went, I don't know who that is. But since you feel as if you have to correct me on every little thing, thank you. Not necessary. But if I want to mention age, I'll do that. And if I want to mention um, about hip hop, I'll do that. And if you disagree, I don't care. How's that? 
Is that pretty passive aggressive? That's pretty passive aggressive. <laughs> Is it really that deep or you're just bored? I like when people put their name, the caller, but they don't put like their name name because they're hiding behind whatever. Eh, okay, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Watch this. Click. Okay, they're gone. I can move on. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm, I'm confused because at some point we have to remember that the news is supposed to reflect who we are and what we are and all that. And it doesn't. Those who are in charge have their own biases, have their own ways of doing things. And you have to recognize it. And when you don't, this is what we see. We see stories that reflect your point of view and what you think is important and what you think is correct. And all I ask is you do the exact same thing to somebody and don't show their picture and don't show and, and don't take it as, well, this crime is more serious. So we're going to. Other than a homicide, I can't see anything more serious than damaging children. I'll be honest with you. I think it's worse. These are the types of things this city has to pay attention to because otherwise things are going to slip by. Truth Nation, during July, we want to celebrate the survivors of breast cancer and highlight their stories in fighting and thriving through their diagnosis all month long this month, you will hear about the journey of our beloved general manager, Cherie Harris, and how she thrived through her diagnosis and continues to be an inspiration for family, friends, teammates, and beyond. Join us Thursday, July 27th, 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. at the Broken Bat Brewery as Bailey Coleman and Vivian King host our Thrive Through special show live. And in addition... Your favorite 1017 The Truth hosts will serve as guest bartenders from 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. to help fundraise for a special cause. All tips, 10% of sales go to support the Freighter and the Medical College Wisconsin Breast Cancer Care and Research Fund. 833-212-1017 is the number. Traffic, sports, and weather up next. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. A little more John Coltrane coming. But, you know, Truth Nation, we want to remind you that violence is a problem that affects all of us. But together we can make a difference. The award-winning 1017 The Truth wants to ignite positive change and bring awareness to the senseless violence that's occurring in our community. That's why we are hosting our inaugural Truth Walk Against Violence 
led by Tory Lowe on Saturday, July 22nd from Victory Over Violence Park down MLK Drive right to our studio at 3rd Street Market Hall. Over the next month, Tory Lowe will be speaking with community leaders about how we can better provide resources and walk and work as a community to rise up against violence. If you want to join the march, join the walk, join the fight to stop violence, go to 1017thetruth.com right now. Sign up and walk against violence this Saturday, July 22nd. 833-212-1017 is the number. I don't I don't know if you've been like following this story at all. Oh, hang on. I gotta get the right mouse. I don't know if you've been following this story, but have you heard the story about The missing woman from Alabama. So, Carly Nicole Russell was missing and just kind of disappeared and then showed back up. And so, what's the deal? Like, what what exactly happened? Do we even know? What happened? I mean, I have some thoughts about it, but it's kind of bizarre. Okay, that's a lie. It's kind of strange. But we're going to figure out this because I really want to discuss it. If you have any comments about it, 833-212-1017 is the number. So what I did is I looked at several different sources, right? And so I'm going to compare two of them. One is Fox News, and the other one is News One. So I don't know if you know what News One is, but News One is a black-owned news station, right? And so... It's interesting because it tells the same story, but in two different ways. Now, this is a woman. If you don't know the story, this is a woman, right? Let me see if I can get it up right here. So Russell placed a call, 911, at 9.34 p.m. on Thursday, July 13th, to when her family reported that she would. Okay, let me let me skip. That's not the one. That's not the one. So, Carly communicated on her cell phone with individuals known to her while on her path to travel, up to the point of calling 911 at 9:34 p.m. July 13th. The conversation with a 911 operator ended. And Carly called a relative. So what happened was during that time, she told the police and family that she saw a kid on the street. So
One of the things that's puzzling about it is that she was missing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then showed up at home, knocked on the door, and showed up. She called 911 and said that she was looking at a toddler that was on the street and that she was trying to find out why is this toddler on the street, right? There's a kid on the street. Somebody needs to call the police or whatever. The police retraced her actions from the time she left the colonnade until the time she called 911. And at some point during the investigation, they haven't been able to locate anyone with Carly from the time she left then until the 911 call was made. Now they said that she told both the 911 operator and the relative she had seen a male toddler in a diaper along the side of I-459 and she was stopping to check on him. Hoover police officers arrived on scene within five minutes of being dispatched. Several other officers arrived shortly there. They located Carly's wig, cell phone, and purse on the side of the roadway near her vehicle and Carly's Apple watch was in her purse. Investigators with the Crimes Against Persons Unit were notified and the investigation immediately begun in earnest with numerous leads being followed. Many local, state, federal agencies immediately offered assistance and provided personnel and other resources to the investigation. No stone was left unturned and the investigation continued throughout the weekend. This is from Fox News. At 1044 p.m. Saturday, Hoover 911 got a call that Carly returned home on foot. No information, no details. They're investigating. It was all over the country, all over Facebook, social media, that she was missing. The boyfriend wrote on Facebook that Carly Russell had been fighting for her life for 48 hours, so she's physically and mentally, uh, uh, until she's physically and mentally stable, she is not, able to give any updates or whereabouts on her kidnapper at this very moment. Here's the rendition News One gives. They basically write that the details are still unknown. They're looking into it. And that she walked up, banged on the door, and that was her. She was reportedly dropped off at home and appears to be in shock. And the boyfriend has asked, you know, respect her situation, and the same quote appeared in News One. News One goes on to talk about how the National Crime Information Center shows, NCIC shows, that despite making up only 15% of the Female population, black women and girls accounted for nearly 34.6% of missing women in 2021. So here's my question to you. 
it goes on to talk about black women and the 14,000 some odd women that are still missing. And it goes on. My question to you is, is this a fair assessment of what occurred? News one or Fox News. Now, before you instantly say Fox News is terrible, it's Republican and rare. I'm, I'm looking at News One because News One is black and leans to the left, Democrat. Are we being soft shoe on black on, on, on News One in black media because she's black? Or and or is Fox News being very sterile in their rendition because it's, it's almost like in the back of their mind, they don't really believe her. But if you could see some of the vitriol that's under in Fox News, you start to wonder, will any black person who's a victim of a crime ever get anything done when the people that are investigating don't look like you? And I don't know who investigated. I don't know if they were black, white, Hispanic, Asian, federal, state, local. I think what happens is this is another example of how the media paints actors and how the media paints victims. She should have waited to eat all those mushrooms when she got home. There was never a baby, perhaps, maybe a dog. Because, you know, she's not smart enough to be able to know the difference. You know, if you went to college, you don't, you don't know the difference between an actual baby and a dog. I'm glad she is alive and home. However, the red flag in my mind is that she was driving in the dark. Yeah, that's, that's what happens at night. But anyway. And calls to identify a male toddler in a diaper as she passes by. How was she able to see this so clearly? Watch this. You ready? Before we go to break, I got to tell you this. If you go outside at night and you own a car, you could use a key and you can go in and you can start it. There's a little button on the left or the right. And you know what they call those? Headlights. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. They don't make music like that no more. 833-212-1017 is the number. So I got a question about Miss Russell. Did she make it up or no? What are your thoughts? Angela on the talking text line said, typically, doesn't 911 stay on the phone with the caller until police, paramedics, or fire arrive? Eh, it depends. It depends if they have to go somewhere else or do something else or they got other calls coming in. There, there, there are myriad reasons why they would or would not hold on and can or cannot hold on. So, I mean, it goes either way. 
I get it. LT says she made it up. I'm like, really, dude? Really? Really? She made it up? Why would she make it up? Why would she make it up? LT went uh, uh, said earlier, um, the ability of the media to whitewash white crimes has been going on forever, undoubtedly with the assistance of the police. If this wasn't the case, you would see pictures, stories, and police reports about the human trafficking, drug arrests at hotels on Port Washington Road and Glendale that occur every weekend. North Shore, teenage girls, overdosing, not a rare occurrence. Four one four eight five two said, Dr. Ken, I'm listening, shaking my head on the mystery of this lady. However, help me. Help out if you can. Can't recall circumstances. However, a similar situation had happened to a lady that made the news, which was quite a while ago. Are you able to recall? No. No, I don't. I don't recall. Oh, you're being silly now. He said Tawana Brawley. There were some. I don't know if I would use Tawana Brawley as a as an argument. That's just me. That's just me. I'm not I'm not going down that road because then it'll it'll turn into a fight and I'll get beat up. <laughs> two six two three five oh says she might be using this as a way to get out of cheating. I'm just saying. Is there is there space in anybody's brain to figure out that and I'm I'm just using this as a as a as a you know being the contrarian that I am. That it might actually be true and that she is traumatized and doesn't have a memory of it because something traumatic happened to her. It might have been somebody that she knew and she doesn't want to get them in trouble. That abducted her or something or held her against her will. LT says, so kidnappers drop you off at home now. Yeah. If they know you. It'll eventually come out. It won't be what everybody thinks, but it won't be what everybody said either. That there's going to be some mitigating circumstance or mental health issue. It could be anything. Why have Americans become so cynical that we don't give people the benefit of the doubt? Like, we would rather think the lesser of people. Is it that because we think the lesser of ourselves? The lesser. Is that even right? We think least of ourselves? I mean, I don't know. 833-212-1017. Is she? How can you even answer that without having any information about anything? Like, you have no idea what the heck happened to her, what the doctor said, what the police are saying, what they're doing. Watch this. 
Do you think it would have leaked if she was lying? I think so. The way the media and the police are, that, that would have leaked a long time ago. Or it's somebody they knew. Let me squeeze Arlene in. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you, Arlene? Hey, my friend. I'm, I'm blessed. And yourself? Good, good. She lied. She done got with some dude. And what? she is uh-huh. conjuring up the story. So why wouldn't you? Why do you think she wouldn't just say, I'm with some guy. I don't want to be video? here. Where's the video? Come on, man. Where's the baby video? You don't you don't think if they had they, that they didn't have the video they would not have re- if they had video they would have released it or no? Where's the baby video? All this action she talked about. Okay. She is going to jail. All right, God bless her. All right, bye. <laughs> She's not going to jail. Why would she go to jail? Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. I kept hearing myself in the background, and that got kind of weird. So, if if you want to call back after the five o'clock news and all that stuff, but we have a guest, so make sure you listen up, and then we'll do that. But I'm I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn to <laughs> LT say aliens did it, dude. Stop. And why did Tawana Browley make it up? Jussie Smollett's sister? I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, Jussie Smollett's sister is a phenomenal actress, by the way. I, I got to give it to her. 262-350 said, come on, man. We all know that white people are the ones that get the benefit of the doubt. Sure they do. White people get the benefit of the doubt. Black people are always guilty until proven innocent. And Hispanics are illegal until proven innocent. Like It's just, it's just dumb. We do some dumb stuff. We we believe dumb stuff to the point where other Hispanics will look at others and go, hmm, I wonder who they belong here. That black people will look at other black people and go, I'm walking across the street because there's a group of black guys across the street. But they won't do it to a group of white guys. Like, think, think about the country we live in where TV, radio, everything programs us to think black people are criminals, white people are safe. Somebody said, well, there's no crime in the in the white community, in the suburbs. I said, oh, we, so we don't talk about domestic violence, incest, drugs, kids dying on the lawns in front. Oh, yeah, we'll pretend like that don't happen. And all the retail theft that gets dropped down to a municipal citation so it doesn't show up on your part one crimes is I'm trying to think is, is felony theft, the part one crime. I got to double check that, you know, the main crimes that we count across the States and then compare one city to the other based on the crimes. They, yeah. Okay. Hey, we're going to say we're at the safest place. So we're just gonna, you just stole off $80,000 fur coat and you get a ticket for retail theft. Right. Okay. But that's what happens. I've seen it happen. So, yeah, it's garbage. And then watch some of the white suburbs. You go in and every, everybody that's in court are all black people. How's that happen when they don't live here? Oh, that's right. Their mistake was driving through your city. 
Got it. Yeah. Got it. I don't get it. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Make sure you hang around in the 5 o'clock hour. We've got a great guest for you, and we're going to talk about her documentary, and we're going to talk about her um, her um, book and all sorts of things. I think you'll enjoy it. I think it's important. I, I, I wanted to think about um, talking about it, but I thought I'd hold back and give you the detail in the moment because I think it'll be that much more effective. It'll touch you that much more. So make sure you stick around. I'll get to the top five at five, like like 554, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>